American Craftsman Podcast is sponsored by Hayfla. Hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries. From hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, shop carts, wood glue, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as Looks LED Lighting and Slido Door Hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at Hayfla.com. Welcome back to the show. Yes, indeed. It's good to be back. Yeah, we're joined by our new friend today, Jackie from Timber. How'd he do? What's going on? What's up? Apologize as I save this um, audio file. Yeah, we we also know Jackie as the Golden Door winner. Yeah. Yeah, let's get right to that. Um. <laughs> set, set the record straight from the get-go. Yes, the, the champ is here, so. <laughs> we, we love Jackie. <laughs> they should have had like, yeah, like a better title, like the Golden Sprayer or the Golden... The golden finisher. Yeah, I think that door still smells like rust <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot it was, yeah, rattle yeah. can. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because finish shop, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I need to tell, call up New Doors and say, hey, that this thing had a little bit of a fat edge. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need you guys to fix this for me. <laughs> yeah, that was new terminology for me at the thing. Fat me edge. too, yeah. yeah. Fat edge. Yeah, if people don't know what we're referring to, it was our day at... Uh, at New Doors, the spray day with Nate, right? Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. I got my card. And uh, it was... Uh, From Tim at... Uh, it, was a little, it was a little contest that uh, nobody really knew was a contest. And Jackie came home with the best work of the whole day. Yeah. yeah surprising yeah. to me as well. <laughs> it was great British baking style, show yeah. <laughs> style, blind judging. It was yeah, cool. It was, That's what they said, but I didn't get the reference because I've never watched You've it. You've never oh, seen it? No. That's a good show. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm a big fan of that show. I love cooking shows. I hate cooking competition shows. Same. Because they're all, they're all competitions now. I've seen clips like... Yeah. Uh, it's just really charming. You know, they all have British accents yeah. and, you know, they're... It's funny, and I, I think British humor is hilarious. So they have these little quips that just make yeah. me laugh. It, charming is the best way to describe yeah. it. It's it's not an American show at all. Yeah, I have a British brother-in-law, so that's entertaining. <laughs> so you have a you're you're good on the, on the yeah that's British that's comedy. probably yeah as much as I could <laughs> physically stomach. <laughs> he's cool though. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's from Malden, the famous salt. Uh, whatever. I don't know what you would call that. It's not, a, it's not a mine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What do they do? They call them salt mines. Well, it's not. It's like coming from the ocean or whatever. Oh, so okay. I think there are salt mines, but this is not a mining. Okay. Salt. Uh, like formations. Fields. The columns or, or, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah. So, Jack, you're from Timber. I do. I work at Timber. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm yeah. representing Timber today. Yeah, well, do them proud. With a B-U-R. Sure With a B-U-R. Yeah. Yes. So if you guys remember season three, uh, do you remember what episode it was, Walter? It's like early or mid-season three. I don't I remember what episode, no. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was Pedal Pushers or something. Pedal. Anyways, that was uh, the name of it. Yeah, I don't remember. It seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah, definitely. We weren't even doing the podcast in this room at that time. No. We, we were doing were. it in the in the storage room in the, over in there. In the dungeon. We had it set up. It was like, I always said it was like, uh, if you had like an older brother who had a friend who had like a basement where like they smoke pot, 
Like that's what I like, it looked like. Like, it was like an, very dim lights, like uh, curtains on all the walls. It was like an old couch in there that was like. We had these two armchairs. Yeah. Yeah. I can picture it. It was, yeah. it was quite a sight. Yeah. It was funny because whenever anybody would come over for the first time and they'd see it, they were sort of like, hmm, hmm. what's going on in here? <laughs> but it's just a concrete room. So like we had to put stuff, you know, we had to. Yeah. Put all the soft surfaces. Not that this is the best, but we were kind of just like, you know what? It is what it is. If you don't like the yeah. sounds. Yeah. The acoustics yeah. were bad. Yeah. yeah. I think we have pretty good sound though, regardless of the, it's a pretty hard room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have this nice equipment that does. Yeah. That does and, and lots of filters. Yeah. 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 There's a whole, a whole um, thing over here of, of effects. Cool. So what do you want to talk about? Well, um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm from Timber. I, I come. I'm over here. I'm actually here on my lunch break, um, in between sanding a. They should be paying you to be here. <laughs> yeah. Piece of furniture, yeah. <laughs> um, and I know, and I met. I know about you guys from Walter. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been working together now for a year. And I started at Timber just shortly after he did for the same project for Kith. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. And so he and I had the same job when I started. So I was doing. Uh, woodworking and fabricating That's there cool. at that time with uh, Bobby Gafferty. Uh, oh, Robert. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> we, we call him Hibbity. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And so um, I was not finishing at the time. Mm. Now I am the lead finisher at Timber. That's what I do. And doing it well. Yeah. We've seen the, all the, you know, high gloss stuff. I mean, this stuff's no joke. That's not, Oh, that is yeah. not for the faint of heart. You're right. It is not. It is very laborious mm-hmm. and so much room for error. Mm-hmm. And um, truthfully, I have, I have uh, broken down many, many pieces <laughs> and started over. Yeah. Do you guys have doors on the booth? No. Yeah. It's just like yours, wide open. Yeah. Just maybe three times as big. Yeah, it's really tall. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. So, uh, so for the for the um, the lay lay person, mm-hmm. what is timber? Because it, they may not have watched or yeah or, yeah or timber watched, is I guess t- classified as a digital fabrication shop mm-hmm. um, hmm. design and fabrication so um, timber does all sorts of different things um, you know we work with different artists to uh, fabricate their designs and then obviously finish them make them pretty uh, and then also we do a lot of uh, lately, we've been doing a lot of casework um, for museums. Uh, one museum in particular, I don't know if I can say which one, but um, you know, we're doing museum boxes. What does it rhyme with? But <laughs> pale. <laughs> the Museum of Modern Fart. <laughs> don't bring in the fart jokes, dude. I, that's all, you're gonna get me every time. Um, but yeah, so we're we're doing a lot of that. Um, a lot of CNC robots. Yeah. Uh, I think we have five or six different uh, CNC machines in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you guys have like that Anderson two head kind of thing. Got the two robot arms mm-hmm. and, and what, two got, shop sabers. Yep, and then a little four hundred four is what they call it. I know nothing of CNC. So. Yeah, we we really don't know yeah. anything either. Yeah, I think that's kind of my one of my goals. I think in twenty twenty four is to dibble dabble infusion. Yeah. Kind of figure that out. Got it open, ready to ready to rock. 
at all times right there here. There it is. There's my. Oh, there's the thing. In, yeah, in yeah. The shop. Yeah, so it's as easy as just draw it here, export as DXF, send it to the laser. It's nice. Boom. Yeah, I think I think it would be cool to learn um, just to, to be able to to draw. Yeah. What I'm trying to do. Yeah. So we're trying to explain to you what we're building. This is what we're building. Very That's cool. the wide oak. Very cool. Is yeah. It, I need this. Like I need to be able to see this. hundred percent. Yeah. I can't just um, conjure these things up in my head. Right. And, and you know, when I've tried to draw them by hand before, I just, I'm a terrible drawer. Terrible. Yeah, even if you're like a professional draft drafter, it's I can't see anything other than what is that on the paper. You know, I can't <laughs> yeah. picture it in my head. Yeah, and there's no it's hard to uh to get depth, mm -hmm. you know, which I think is important. Yeah, we were yeah. just at a client's what was that yesterday? Yep. And she um she had the kitchen done back in the eighties and she worked with a design team in San Francisco and they did everything via mail. And all these hand-drawn drawings. Yeah. All wow. 2D. Yeah. She so, had like two perspective views. That was it. Wow. Back and they were the just, yeah, just sketches. Yeah. She's like, we were sending pictures back and forth, like <laughs> photographs in the mail. <laughs> I mean, it's wild that, like, I could barely remember doing stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, when did e when did email become a thing? Like what? Nineteen ninety. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't get an email address until <laughs> I was like applying for college. Mm -hmm. So like, I was in high school and and like didn't even have an email until the end of high school. I think I had an email address in late nineties, like ninety eight, ninety nine, something like that. Was it like AOL? Early was that the first? I guess. Thing. Yeah. AOL. Oh yeah. yeah. I, guess I, I remember had, my, yeah. I remember my, my AOL name. Yeah. I take that back. I did. Cause if I had an AOL screen name, then I definitely had an email that went with it. Yeah. I don't know if I actually received an email. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't remember like sending an email yeah. until like 2005 or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is that a prerequisite? <laughs> to have yeah. An email address? yeah. We weren't sending emails back then. We were just, I don't even know. Messaging uh, one another. Yeah. That was when like Hotmail was like a real, now if you have a Hotmail email address, like you cannot be taken seriously. <laughs> I know, right? I actually know people with Hotmail and I'm like, man, it's time to to, to get out of there. I My mom know. has like a at Yahoo. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> Yahoo, just yeah. get a Gmail, you know? If it's not at Gmail or like at, you know, ours is like Green Street Joinery or yeah. like, uh, what's the Mac one? Is it ME? Um, yeah, there's a, oh, yeah, me. Mac changed a couple of times because my is at Mac.com. Yeah. Then they did at ME.com. And then there's, there's another one. Um, I don't know what it is. Cause I refuse to change mine. My wait, mail wait, was your, crashing like crazy. Today. Yours is Mac. Yeah. I, I'm a Mac guy. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. I've been Gmail from back in the mid two thousands. I, I started on Yahoo, though. I yeah. think that was my first email address. MSN was pretty big, too. Yeah. Yes, MSN. I don't even know if MSN is a thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Is MSN still around? We're oh. Googling. 
Yeah, that's why we have this open. We we ask questions all the time. Yeah, and then you have to know. In 2022, Microsoft began phasing out MSN for Microsoft Start. Hmm. Oh. oh, okay. So MSN was a Microsoft thing. Homepage, the only element of the site that's still intact. Hmm. Yeah, and then there was MSN Messenger and oh, what was the little... Win win amp. You could like listen to your music and it had like the weird like uh visualizations on the side. Oh yeah, with the like Yeah. Kind of trippy. Did you yeah, except did you, you have like an iPod? Seven. I uh I think the first iPod I had was an iPod touch. Oh, I had the nano. That little mm. one, that little tiny one. Little one, yeah. I still remember. We've talked about this before. First kid that had an iPod, John Macaluso in high school. I was like, wow, like, this thing is fucking crazy. That okay, guy I, think that, I think that confirmed that you are younger than me then. Yeah, I graduated in 2007. Okay, yeah. High school? Yeah. 2000. College, I'm still waiting to-, to uh, <laughs> Not there yet. Matriculate. Yeah, I'm still paying, but I just didn't happen to graduate. <laughs> That's a bummer, right? Yeah. Just for like the next- yeah, you know, 25 years. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's okay. Easy. Yeah. Add it to the overhead. Yeah. That's it. Where'd you go to school, Jackie? I went to college at the University of West Florida. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's in Pensacola. We call that um, LA for Lower Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like the panhandle. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's all the way at the, at the very last last stop before you hit Alabama. Any interesting uh, tidbits about why the panhandle goes under Alabama? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why that's the case. Well, I'll tell you why. It's probably somebody was a little greedy for the shoreline and the Alabama people got pushed to the side. Yeah, because they just have that little, that little. Yeah, they have Orange Beach, I think. No, of the the state extends down. It's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous beach too, I'll tell you. What, the Alabama one? Yeah, well, the whole panhandle is uh, just phenomenal. And they make an Alabama beach like show. Yeah, well, Flor- so there's a bar called Florabama, and it's right on the border of Pensacola, or, you know, Florida, oh, Alabama. Oh, wow, they have this thing right here. Is that what you're talking about? No, it's it's a bar. I don't remember what road it is on. It has to be that one down at the bottom there, but it's called Florabama because it's literally the bar is on the line of oh, Florida wow. and Alabama. Hmm. So, yeah, Pensacola is awesome. Wow, it really is. I didn't know there were these um, far west. Yeah, you know, I try to keep this to myself, especially when I talk to New York and New Jersey people. But um, no offense, but but yeah, we try to keep keep all you guys uh, sequestered down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. I didn't know that they had these barrier islands like this. Yeah. Oh man, it's they're phenomenal. And right over here, just go farther um, east, right down there. Yeah, this uh, these oh, two yeah. little that peninsula there, phenomenal, phenomenal. H Stone Memorial. Wow, we just sent some work out to Naples, which is what, like down here somewhere? It's way down there, yeah. That's a nice... Man, Florida's got a lot of coastline. Florida's, Florida is awesome, I have to say. Uh, now, granted, I come from like four generations of Floridians, so... Well, that's pretty deep. I would think that, yeah. Florida, what the national... Um, idea of florida like when people from outside florida especially in the northeast picture florida well it's sort of like 
you had a great uh, word before. What did I say? You said there's a lot of redneckery. Oh, redneckery, yes. In certain parts. Yeah. Well, but so I don't think that most people think of Florida in that way, like you said. Yeah. You didn't realize it was so Southern. No. Yeah. I think of it as like a retirement village. Yeah. And I don't really know what else, like a, like a, like a vacation destination. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so if you look at the map here where Orlando is, I would say everything south of Orlando is like, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But everything in the north is especially Southern. It's a big state. It is. It takes 14 hours to get from the panhandle to the bottom. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. That's about how long it takes to get from New Jersey to Jacksonville. Yeah, exactly. It's a big state. It, it's funny because being from New York, I didn't know New Jersey had like what it's, you know, how it is around here where there's greenery and there's trees. Yeah. And I said, why do they call it the Garden State? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'm always imagining like all the, the gas tanks and everything like that. That's the turnpike, all, yeah. That's all I knew of New Jersey. Right. Like Newark Airport. Like over Newark, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's just ignorance, I guess, you know, when you. I can see how you think that. I mean, where I live now in New Jersey, I live out in farm country. So it mm-hmm. is all rarely kind of the Garden State. Yeah. It's green, yeah. open. Yeah, that's a nice area of the state. Yeah, it's Hopewell, cool. that whole, you know, you have the uh, Sorland Mountains. It's nice. Yes. It is cool. So what brought you up north to Yankee Land? Well, um, my wife. Um, I <laughs> it have... always works that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. I guess everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so we met in Florida, and I was working at the University of Florida, and she was finishing her PhD there. Nice. And, go Gators. Yep, go Gators all day. And... Uh, she was applying to jobs all over the place. And I said, all right, whenever you get a job, we'll go wherever that is. And then we went to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a professor at Rutgers. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, so that's why we're here. What subject? Uh, she is a doctor of applied behavior analysis. Oh, man. Oh, man. What's it like being married to somebody? <laughs> Everybody says that. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad enough to have, have like, Armchair analysis. <laughs> no, she, she's a researcher, yeah. so the, so she's not, you know, like psychoanalyzing me or anything. Or, you well, saw, she is. Saw you saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she, 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 I will say she's an expert at behavioral shaping. So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My sister is a Rutgers alum. They're huge uh, Rutgers fans. Oh, man. Cool. They're playing in what? The Pinstripe Bowl or something, I heard. Yeah. At Yankee Stadium. That's well, I went to one Rutgers game and I sat in the horn section. Do you know what I'm talking mm. about? No. Were they no? like musical instrument horns? No, there is a there is a horn that that sounds I don't know, every ten seconds or something. And it is so freaking loud oh, in this section. And and we were like, Wow, this is I don't know how this maintains I don't know how this continues. It must have been the student section or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, people geez. where people can tolerate that sort of thing. Oh. But it was I, cool. I went to one, it was like Virginia Tech or something. I must have still been in high school. I don't remember. You know, back then it was fine, but now it's like, I don't want to be anywhere near that. It's just a bunch of drunk people looking yeah. to fight. And, yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So how does she like Rutgers? She loves it. She's yeah. pursuing her uh, research dreams. So yeah, she really loves it. She's doing really well. So. Does, she, does she have tenure? Not yet. She's on yeah. tenure track. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, I would think probably in the next 
one to two years, she'll start to to apply for tenure. That would be yeah. a beautiful thing. Definitely. I mean, tenure professor. I know. I mean, that's that's impressive. It, it is impressive. She worked yeah. really hard to get that. So yeah, I, yeah, I admire that. You could pass that along. Okay, I will. Because uh, I thought I might want to be a professor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's it's a lot of work. I mean, first, just to get a PhD, you don't just walk in and get a PhD. It's you a have lot to, of work. You have to be selected and, yes. and all this other stuff. It's incredible. You know, I think um, it's funny. And I, I'll tell the story. She tells it, too. It's fine. But, you know, she always says, you know, she finished uh, her undergrad with a 2.9 GPA. And wow. now she has a PhD. So it's, you know. There's hope for everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> And Rutgers has some like huge research programs. Like it's a, it's a big school for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of funding for, for doing cool stuff. But I think, you know, as a professor, that's like part of your job is to, to get the funding. So mm-hmm. a lot of grant writing and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not all just teaching those kids. It's not all just teaching. <laughs> no. No. I've been to a party or two at Rutgers. <laughs> that's funny though. Cause like mo- a lot of our friends, you know, they all have PhDs. Oh, geez. Then, but they're cool, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I liked going to college. That was really one of the best times of my life. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed college as well. From what I can remember, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you go to college? Jeff? West Virginia University. You went to WVU. Yeah. Morgantown. Yep. Yeah. And wait, where did you go? Well, originally I went to Arizona State, but I, I'm an alumni of, uh, or do you say alumnus? Alumni, I don't know. I got my uh, degree at the new school. Wait, where's that at? It's in Manhattan. Manhattan, you, okay. You know of the new school? I've heard of the new school, yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's like very... Um, it's lefty. Yeah, you can say. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like pick your own major or whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can, you know... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of some wild things. Well, I majored in podcasting. <laughs> yeah, have reactions to it one way or another. <laughs> it sounds great to me. I mean, there's like a new school on Middle Road that's like for it's like yeah. Monmouth County New School, which is like similar kind of idea for kids where right. you know it's a very um, personalized, choose your own, um, whatever uh, focus of study kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. The, the new school. One thing that's super cool about it is. They have a very small um, a group of teachers that are tenured, and, but most of the subjects are taught by people from the, you know, the business and private sector. So if you, like I took a, a class in economics and it was taught by a woman from Honduras who worked for the World Bank. Wow. So they'll, you know, it's not like a typical economics class. She'll teach you about, what happened when like a hurricane goes through Honduras right. and how it takes like a hundred years for them to recover because they have to borrow all this money yeah. from, you know, us. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it really changes your viewpoint. I think for the better, you know, it, it rounds you out in the way that I think college is supposed to round you out. Yeah. You should be getting some practical understanding yeah. Of, you know, real scenarios that happen, if not, you know, hands-on stuff, but other than just theory. Right. It's not just, you know, memorizing right. numbers and, you know, macro and micro and this and that. It's, yeah. Yeah, was, you're supposed to get out of your bubble. 
It was very, very enlightening. Right. I recommend it if anybody ever has the opportunity to go there. Cool. There's the plug for New School. Yeah. <laughs> Not sponsored. That's right. Mosaic emails us says that they're raising prices for 2024. Thanks. Well, that's been happening. My gym just raised the prices. Yeah. Here we go. Anybody lowering prices? No. 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 QuickBooks is like every every three months they're like, hey, just to let you know we're raising prices $5 every month. Yeah, I know. It's it, pay like $120 a month now, I think, for QuickBooks. Crazy. Crazy. Wow. Hey, side note. I just um, sent my first uh, New Doors quote. Oh, yeah? To a potential client. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it works out. Nice. Haven't heard back yet, but uh, Ah, I I, I went on, you know, New Doors and I was playing around. It's cool. Very, very cool. Very cool. I was excited to learn about that. Yeah. The all Moxie like uh, user interface is pretty good. We have a drawer company that we've we've used before and that's what they use is all Moxie and it's, it's, I mean, it's no simpler or it doesn't get any more simple than just like drop down menus. Like yeah. That, you know? yeah. It was really easy. Really easy. Really what fun. are they looking for? Um, so they had contacted me because they wanted to, so I have, I used to do cabinetry mm-hmm. before timber. So there is a little bit of background there, but they had wanted me to, um, they had saved all their old cabinet doors and drawer fronts and they'd wanted me to make that, you know, refinish them because they have paint on them. And also add like a shaker style trim around it. Um, oh, they're I, just like slab doors. Yeah, they're yeah. just like slab doors, and they have like a little bit of a like a round over on the edges. Uh, they're they're like exactly like my kitchen cabinets, actually old. And um, and I kind of was like, man, I, I really think you guys should just get new doors. There you go. Um, paying attention at the yeah <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I really do kind of think they'd be happier with yeah, it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work to. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, and then, and then my, my colleague, Jesse was like, are they warped? You know, what kind of condition are they in? And I was like, I have no, I actually don't know. I just saw them stacked. I don't know what condition they're in. So, you know, and she wanted soft closed hinges as well. So, um, you know, I would need to, to drill all those hinge holes, which I don't really have any kind of a jig to do that. I mean, I could get the guys to see and see it, but so I was like, let's just give her this quote for new doors and mm-hmm. see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that that little bay window thing that we're building is um it has the which we we kind of scoff at the uh inset panels, you know, where it's it's panels but they're inset like a door. Mm-hmm. Um which we were just talking about like last week. It's like why do people do that? You know, it's like it's not a functioning door. Right. Anyway, this is going to be a drawer and this is going to be a drawer, but we're going to buy these from New Door. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, so we'll just make the face frame. Yeah. Buy these from those guys. We have to add a little molding in there because um, they're trying to match something. Right. When you need the right saw blade for the job, put your trust in Ridge Carbide Tools. For over 50 years, Ridge Carbide has been producing industrial saw blades designed with exact specifications for the cutting results you expect. Before you buy, call Ridge Carbide and they'll help determine the right tool that meets your needs and your budget. After the sale, Ridge Carbide provides sharpening services for all of your saw blades, dado sets, router bits, and joiner and planer knives. Located in Kansas, Ridge Carbide Tools provides high-quality products with outstanding customer service at a fair price. What are you cutting? Everyone's obsessed with matching 
No, it's like the kitchen's like over there, but they're like the doors need to match. The kitchen. Same, yeah. The like, same with this person as well, yeah. Yeah. But it, luckily, you know, shaker style is pretty easy. So yeah, I was gonna guess white shaker. It's actually it. It might be white. I don't remember the color actually. <laughs> it's probably some kind of off white or yeah. a, a hint of gray situation. Yeah, you guys are- doing the the top as well? Yeah, so it'll just be plywood. Um, and I'm thinking we'll just do inch and a half edge banding, like one millimeter solid white oak edge banding. Yeah, you can't beat that. So I ordered two sheets of, um, I called up Fez, who's our plywood supplier. And I'm like, yeah, I need um, three quarter inch flat saw white oak on an MDF core. Um, did they? I forget if they didn't have it or something, but they were like, we have shop grade uh, white oak on MDF core, or we have riffs on white oak on an MDF core. And the rift was like, it was actually like $2 cheaper. I don't know why than the, um, than the plain slice stuff. So I, I bought two sheets because this is like 25 and you know, I just can't eke yeah. out the whole thing out of eight feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they delivered it and they sent the, the uh, saleswoman had it right on the invoice, but they sent one sheet of flats on and one oh. sheet of riffs on. I'm like, what the oh, hell? No. Yeah. That stinks. So tomorrow we got to flip flop. We got to exchange that out. Yeah. So, okay. Um, you used to be a chef. Yeah. And a musician. Yeah. And what, and you, you used to. I worked at restaurants this? too. I worked yeah. like in the front of the house. So I was a waiter, a bartender, a, a, like assistant GM kind of thing. So this is your second career kind of, or. Yeah, I mean, I did that for 10 years. Yeah. And when did you jump on over here to woodworking and carpentry and stuff? um, About 20-something years ago, low 20s, just out of necessity. I I was a teacher. Wow. Yeah, I taught high school. Cool. What what did you teach? History. Wow. (laughs) So you can imagine when I was telling the kids, (laughs) I got called into the... My supervisor's office more than one occasion. Wow. Yeah. I love history. I kind of want to know what you were telling him now. Like, why did you get called in? <laughs> uh, I, was, I was telling the truth too often. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm from the new school. <laughs> right. Right. Rob from the new school is giving you too much information right now. Exactly. Yeah, man. You wouldn't make it now. Somebody no. censor Rob fast. <laughs> These kids might learn some things. Yeah, if- yeah. The kids. I mean, I really loved the kids. The kids loved me. Yeah. Um, I got along great with them. Uh, the administration, not so much. Yeah. And um, when I came out to New Jersey, well, I I met my wife, who was also a teacher. We came out to New Jersey, um, and uh, while I was waiting to get my teacher's license for New Jersey, because you need a different license. Right. Um, I was working while I was uh, in school for this commercial contractor in New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went back to work. I was commuting to New York. And while I was on that job, somebody said, uh, you know, we need this this railing made. And I said, oh, I can do that. Cool. So I did that. And then I, he gave me a job at his house making a mantle. And I That's said. That's nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, I could do this, you know, while I'm waiting for, uh, yeah. I said, worst case scenario, I'll go back to work in the restaurant. Right. And just little by little, you know, I worked out of my basement a couple of years later, built a shop. 
And it was just sort of like I meandered around thinking, yeah, one day something will come up. Yeah. Nothing ever <laughs> else ever came up. So you just kept rolling. Yeah, I just rolling kept rolling. In this direction. I, you know, I went with the breeze. That's good. <laughs> like a slow build. I love that. Uh, you know, I, I was never one to plan things out too far in advance. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I just, that. I just, a little bit of luck, I think, helps. Yeah, that's good. And you, so you were, you worked, um, you, so you've been self-employed and then you worked for cabinet. Oh yeah. Where cabinet Jeff companies. and I met. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, um, I injured one of my elbows and I really had a hard time working mm. by myself. It's, you know, it's hard to work Did by you yourself. Did you get the tennis elbow? I sort of tore my bicep tendon. Oh, wow. And it took a long time to heal. Mm -hmm. And um, I had met uh, Thomas. He had helped me out of a jam with this. He uh, got his finisher, Al, to finish a piece for me. And Thomas was always saying, oh, come work for me. Come work get the same pitch he gave Jeff. <laughs> That's how we both ended up at Thomas. Yeah. You know, the one thing I'll say about Thomas is he's always got a good crew. That's great. He's yeah. always got a good crew. So, uh, yeah, went to work for Thomas and our paths kind of crossed there. And eventually we started working together, Jeff and I. Yeah. And I said, you know, I got this shop sitting empty at the back of my house. Why don't we, you know, do something? Do something on the side. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. We were always sick of the way that Tom wanted to do everything. You know, yeah. he's a real corner cutter. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, you, like we can't even begin to explain. Like you have to witness it yourself. It's the only <laughs> way to fully comprehend. And we get news back um, from people that work there now, and they're like, "It's crazier than it's ever been." It's like, how could it possibly have gotten any <laughs> crazier? Wow! Than it was well, back then. Like, yeah, like, you know, using two different species of plywood and on a cabinet case, oh, or, and that's like a tame, you know? Yeah, like not, you know. Some of the stuff, though, you know, we won't we won't get into like it, this, but. you know, using slides that were longer than the cabinet and like cutting a hole in the wall. No. So the slide yeah, yeah. The wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stuff you just gotta like you, you, your head starts to hurt. If you oh my like word. We could just buy a couple, you know, pairs of slides. They're like you know, fifteen dollars. That's funny. Yeah. Oh wow. What about your path into the trades? Um, this is my second career. So I had my, my first career was, um, I worked in, in, um, leadership development, student development, adult development and, uh, outdoor education. Mm. Oh, I like so I that. used to do, um, like wilderness guiding mm -hmm. and education and stuff like that. So I had a whole career of wilderness expedition type thing. That's cool. And then, um, I would say in my late thirties, I said, you know, I had always wanted to be a carpenter. Always. And I was late in life and I said, I have no experience. How am I going to do this? So I cold called this cabinet guy out in uh, Pittstown, New Jersey. And the only reason he answered the phone was because he thought I was his tenant named Jackie oh my God. in Florida. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's some coincidence. I will say. Yeah. And so then I just, uh, I talked him into giving me an interview and I went in and I think he had originally, and I said, you know, I really don't have much experience um, at all. And, but I had, you know, all this work experience as professional. And I think he was kind of looking for someone to be like kind of more managerial. Um, and I jumped in and started working and, and really got 
a wild, uh, saturated experience in a year and a half time <laughs> in this cabinet company. It was just me and one guy and the owner. And so I got to do everything from, you know, demoing a kitchen all the way to install and finishing. Um, How, what was the shop like, you know, as far as machinery and tooling? And He had, um, there was no CNC. He had, um, it was at his house and, you know, he had one table saw in the middle of the room. He had a chop saw, he had a panel saw. Um, he did have a really nice um, uh, uh, hinge press. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pretty. And he had a little finishing room. He had like a little garage that he turned into a uh, finishing area. That's cool. It was interesting. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, I wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I, uh, I found I was on um, the Monmouth what is it called? The wood joint? Oh yeah. That school. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I want to take a class. I love, I like taking classes and stuff. And I saw, I was like, I'm just going to click on this job site thing just to see what's up. And I saw that Timber had posted a a position. So I called Anya and talked to her and had an interview. And now here I am. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're all on our, I mean, you guys are on second careers. I'm on my 12th, yeah. <laughs> but um that's why like when we talked to Corey, you know out in long island like he, he he's his friend of ours and he wanted to do what he's doing you know he has his own shop and everything ever since he was a, just a little kid yeah like he started professionally at 16 you know yeah. wow that's yeah. a dream really yeah yeah i mean my earliest thing was i wanted to be a veterinarian <laughs> yeah. when i was a kid yeah, I think I was like, I want to be a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jeff? What was your earliest? Uh... Um, I wanted to be like a sh- like in restaurants. Yeah, you know, since I was pretty young. Where'd that come from? You think? Um, I always liked you know cooking show like Emerald Live was like a big mm. show when I was like probably like ten years old. Um, Bam. and I remember watching that. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously I fell out of love with that whole Emerald thing because it was just too, I feel like that's how a lot of things are. You get like that Dunning-Kruger where in the beginning you're like, oh, this person knows everything. And then you're like, wait a minute, this guy doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. once you start to learn a little bit, you're like, your heroes become like clowns. Right. Yeah. Um, that's sad, I know. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I started working in restaurants at whatever, the youngest you can work, 13 or 14. And all throughout high school, you know, I had planned, like, I wanted to go to Johnson & Wales. And then um, as I continued to work and, you know, was looking at going to college, I'm like, looking around, I'm like, man, I'm like, this is a pretty tough (laughs) existence. Like, you know, I'm looking at all the old time. And like, I worked in nice restaurants and, you know, you look in the kitchen and these guys are just have been through the ringer. They're all disgruntled and yeah. And yeah. like bodies are broken. Yeah. Not, you know, I'm in the similar position now, but <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Oh, I'm, and I was, uh, I was in a sports medicine class and I, I played football and stuff and, and, uh, and I was really into that. So then I said, oh, I'll go to school for, um, athletic training. And then, you know, you get to school and it's your freshman year, first semester. And there's like 200 kids in this thing. Yeah. And they're like, all right, so only 40 people are going to make it into the program. I'm like, well, I definitely know that I'm not, you know, 
I'm not going to be in this top 40 out of 200, you know, so then I was a sociology major. I thought maybe I'd become an attorney or do, uh, I, I had a big interest in doing like, um, I don't know what you would call it. Like sort of like social rehab where like maybe people that got out of prison, you help them reacclimate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure what the, the term for that would be, either. but, um, and then I just sort of fell into this in like 2012. Huh. Yeah, Sandy hit. Yeah. The what did you trip over? Well, Sandy hit the restaurant where I was working, and um, I picked up part time work. And that was that. Cool. Yeah. And so, like, how did you get experience? Did you fear? <laughs> yeah, basically. What'd you say? Fear? Yeah. Fear and YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that was it. You know. Yeah. I uh, so I worked for a guy first. And basically what we were doing is just like cutting sheetrock at two feet and ripping it out and, you know, putting in basically just um, trying to fix these flooded homes. Like just get people back into their houses. Mm -hmm. um, and I did that for, I don't know, maybe a year. And then work kind of dried up with him. And I went back to bartending for a little bit. And then um, my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, she's a hairdresser. And um, one of her clients... She was like, oh, yeah, my uh, husband's a custom builder. So so then I, you know, talked to him on the phone, ended up going to work for him for, I want to say, five years. And then I uh, got a job at TCC. In cabinets. Yeah. Cool. So I was like, a, you know, uh, ended up as like the lead finished carpenter for a custom builder before I felt I had hit that sort of knowledge and definitely pay ceiling. It was like, all right, right, I've gone as far as I can go here. It's time to try and move to the next. Yeah. That's almost like the restaurant business too. That's mm -hmm. why it's, it's so fluid. You know, people move from location to location. Right. You hit the pay ceiling, you hit the, you know, you've taken in everything you could learn in that kitchen and then you just go somewhere else. It's yeah. Otherwise you're going to be cooking the same <clears throat> chicken front chase for the next 25 <laughs> years, you know? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do, I, I was listening to that one episode with Walter and he said, yeah, we made, we did the same exact thing every single day. We made the same cabinets every mm -hmm. single day that, um, that would really, I couldn't do it. No. Uh, oh, no. I like, I like to have a lot of variety in what I do. Yeah. That's why I liked catering. Yeah. Yeah. It was, everything was always different and every event was different. If you had a bad night, next night was going to be completely different. So it wasn't yeah. going to happen again. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you like finishing now that you're like full-time doing just finishing? Yeah. Full-time finishing is cool. Um, I don't think I've ever been so challenged <laughs> in anything I've ever done. It is very challenging. It's hard. Um, yeah. And, and the, the things that I'm doing are also difficult. Um, you know, we're doing candy paint. I'm doing, mm -hmm. I'm putting automotive paint on a, on a hunk of plywood basically. Um, but I, I like it a lot. It's it's really cool. And it's been changing a lot too. So we used to have guys that were just like their whole role was just surface prep. I was going to ask, are you doing all your own prep work? Yeah, doing all my wondering. own prep work now. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Um, and there's a lot about that that I like, you know, because I think I can do it a little bit faster um, than someone who, I, I think there's a lot to be said about doing prep work and then also to finishing it to, to really understand what you're doing when you're doing the prep work. That makes sense. It's nice to have ownership over something. Yeah. Where it's like, if you know, let's say this guy is prepping this stuff and he gives it to you, you start to spray it and you're like, oh, what happened, you know, here? 
Right. Now it's all on you. You have total control over, you know. Yeah. And I think I also know what I can get away with. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus someone who doesn't, who hasn't seen it all the way through that paint process, wouldn't know that. And so they might spend a little bit more time. Because, I mean, you know, we have to think about efficiency. Yeah. You know, um, if there, if we have all the time in the world, then you just take your time and find every tiny little thing. I want to thank our sponsor, Unita. We, uh, we've been using the Unita 3x4 sanders with 320 grit film tech sandpaper now for uh, a couple months. And, um, you know, they've become an integral part of our, our finishing schedule. So we're using the 3x4 with the film tech to prep all of our parts once they get their, you know, first coat of primer or their first coat of clear. You know, we're using the, the Unita film tech sandpaper on the 3x4 for all of our sanding at that point. And uh, the nice part about the three by four is getting into your panels. And we've mentioned it before, you know, it's a nice, fast way to sand, but it's not so aggressive that you're going to burn through. So check them out. You don't have all the time in the world over there? No, we don't. No, <laughs> sure don't. So we have a lot of pieces right now. We have, we have four pieces right now in uh, Miami, doing at Design Miami, um, which is cool. Yeah. But to answer your question, I like it. I like it a lot. That's good. It's good to go to work every day and like what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. it is cool. And of course, the guys at Timber, and I say guys because they are all guys, um, except for Anya, are great. I genuinely love all of them. Mm-hmm. They're fin- they're fantastic. And we e- have, we even the through. folks up on the carpet? Even the guys on the carpet. <laughs> oh, man. That's another Those great carpet guys. <laughs> yeah. I learned, that. I learned that at the cabinet shop. <laughs> this Czech guy that I worked with. He was the only other guy that was there and he taught me a lot. Um, he taught me how to carry a piece of plywood properly, which has been helpful. Um, he said, he, he would say, oh yeah, they're on the carpet. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, cause they don't work on the shop floor. They're literally sitting on carpet all day. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't even have a carpet in the office. No. Yeah, well, we are, we, on, this rug. we are on some carpet right now. Yeah. It's old so, rug. Yeah. How's your experience been in the trades as a woman in the trades? That's a good um, question. Yeah, I would say... Great question. Um, I tend, I don't know what it is. I keep going. I've always picked fields that are male dominated. Um, I guess it's just where my interests lie, which is fine. Um, so far, so good. My first job in the cabinet shop was challenging for me. Mm-hmm. It really was um, in many different ways. But at Timber and, and, and ever since I left that place, um, everybody just looks at me like I'm, another person in the shop and, mm-hmm. and that feels really good. You know, it's, it's just, I mean, I don't have a ton of experience in the trades up to this point, but so far so good. Yeah. You got to get out on a couple of job sites to feel that uh, stare. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, no, I have definitely experienced that before and it's a little bit, a little bit awkward, but um, you yeah. know, I mean, if I'm really going to talk real to you, I, you know, <laughs> and I don't mind it. It's like, you know, I think I have to be, I, I think I'm always like a little bit protective of myself right mm-hmm. off the bat, yeah, you know? Of course. Um, you know, I, I'm i like really mindful about what I'm wearing and, you know, am I going to, you know, I'm like, who's behind me when I'm going to bend over to pick this thing up and, you know, like yeah. things like that, you know? All the things we don't have to give a second thought to as guys. Yeah, yeah. just it's just, you know, but, but, but over time, you know, you start to learn people and, you know, yeah. that, you know, you feel safe and comfortable and, and it's all just, it's, it's all the same. You know, when I started in it, like as a line cook in the eighties, there were no women in the kitchen. Right. And I worked with, had a good friend, became good friends with this 
woman. Uh, she was a girl, really, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. When I was a boy. She was a girl. And she had the hardest time because, like, the dishwashers wouldn't, like, pick up her stuff. And, like, every now and again, I'd come back and you'd be in tears and oh, yeah. you know, on the line. Yeah. Uh, so, thank goodness, uh, I would say, for the most part, we've come a little bit further. Definitely, definitely. I look forward to the time when I'm less of a unicorn and more of a, you know, horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I talked about it before when I was a Finnish carpenter. I had a, uh, a helper, Leilani, and a very similar story. She was like uh, in her mid to late 30s, uh, had a career, and, and she just wanted to get out of like this corporate bullshit, whatever she was mm-hmm. doing. She was the best. I couldn't train anybody else to do things the way that I wanted them to be done. Yeah. And she was amazing. Yeah. And it, it, you know, I think it's cool. I, I hope that more, I think a lot of women want to do this type of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're, and they're great at it just like anybody else would be great at it. Um, but for some reason there's, there's just aren't too many people that actually do it. Um, I have a theory and I think it's great that there are more girls in STEM. Mm. Ah. Um, because I think something happens in middle school when things start to get really gendered and, and, you know, you know, shop classes for boys and, you know, building things is for boys and math is for boys and this and that and the other thing. Um, I think that's changing. So that's good. Yeah. I, I taught one semester in middle school. It's insane. Yeah. Middle school is a weird time. All the girls are like a foot taller than the boys and yeah. they're looking at the boys, you know, yeah. like more romantically and the boys are children. Yes. You 100%. Know, fighting on the floor. <laughs> it, it, it's, it was nuts. Yeah. Middle school was not, is a weird time for yeah. everybody. For well, sure. now it's even like my niece is 10 and you could see she's already <clears throat> like becoming more of a woman than like a little girl at yeah. 10 already. Yeah. It's like, it's, this is crazy. It's frightening. It is. It is. But thanks for asking that question. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny because it didn't even occur to me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why. Leilani, she works in a shop now, you know? Yeah. She left shortly after I left, um, but she's still doing it. That's she great. was, she was good. Yeah. Well, at spray day for Nate, there were, how many women were there? There were two other women. One of them, one of them was a business owner. Does re- yeah. refinishing stuff, I think. Yeah. And then the other woman, I actually have no idea what she did. I think she was like a project manager. Designer oh, that was the one thing. that yeah, caught my name? ear. Uh, Danielle. Maybe? Interior design, I think, or something. Yeah. yeah. She was elusive about what she did. I asked little, her about yeah. three or four times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe she was just, you know, just trying to learn something new, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, I, and there's a lot of... Um, what would you say, like, what would you call the, the folks that are on TV that kind of, you know, doing the home reno shows? I mean, at least you see people that, you know, look like you, so to speak. I mean, that's yeah. always the first step that you know, is. to be able to envision, okay, well, you know, there's a woman doing I'll never that. forget that show that I watch. I don't really love watching those shows, first no. of all, but, I, but when I was younger, I can't remember, there was one woman, the first female carpenter I'd ever seen. Um, was on, remember that guy named Ty? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like yeah. an older like show. Extreme home makeover or something. something. like that. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and this was like, you know, a long time ago. And she was always just in the background. She didn't really do much talking, mm-hmm. She, but she was like working. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's badass. Yeah. There was, How can I be her? Yeah, there were one or two shows before, you know, it got so crazy. Like when there was only like one network that had these shows. Right. 
There were like one or two shows where there was a, like a legit woman yeah. carpenter on yeah. the show. I, I can't remember which ones they were, but. Um, you know, Nancy Heller. No. She she passed away, unfortunately, I think like uh, last year, two years ago. Amazing furniture maker. I've got a, a bunch of her books. Yeah. yeah. Cool. She was yeah. like a big um, Taunton. Were they Taunton Press books? I think so. She yeah. was great. Yeah, I think I do get I do get a little bit frustrated because there isn't a lot of great representation mm-hmm. of women doing real, not real work, but car, real car, good carpentry work. But a lot of these now home makeover shows are like husband and wife, and mm-hmm. yeah. you know the wife is like doing the interior decorating, and putting <laughs> yeah. out the colors, and doing the doing like a very kind of gender roley, yeah, yeah, doing the girly stuff, yeah, doing the girly stuff, and. Um, and then, you know, the guy's like walks into Give the room, walks into the room with a sledgehammer and like yeah. gets filmed knocking down a wall and then like probably walks away and goes and has a cup of coffee while yeah, everybody like else it, does the work. It's very easy to tell that the man is not proficient in the actual carpentry yeah. anyway. Yeah. They're like, put on this flannel shirt and uh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this brand new tool belt. Oh, yes. God. And make sure you grow your beard out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's too funny. That was like that show, uh, Make, what was it? Making Fun with Jimmy DeResta. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you had seen that, but nah. it was like Jimmy DeResta, and it was like, it was just like four 40-year-old white guys with beards and flannel shirts, like making stuff. <laughs> and I mean, it uh, it wasn't bad. It was like marketed towards kids on Netflix. So they made these oh, wacky cute. sort of contraptions, and it was pretty good, but um, I have a feeling that's why it didn't get renewed, because it was just very like, like yeah. these are all the same guy, basically. Right. Yeah. There's no, uh, it was like a little Diversification. flat. Diversification. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, what's funny. Um, when we're on the job, everybody thinks I'm Jeff's dad. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of stereotypes. Yeah. What's the old guy doing with the young guy? Yeah. Where's your pops today, Jeff? <laughs> Somebody has probably said that exact thing to me before. Yeah. <laughs> You and your pops want a burrito for lunch? I'm going out. <laughs> but uh, that's what people think, you know. I know. I mean, you can't stop no, it. You, no, you know, it's, it's all good. Oh, it's all good. It's funny though. I mean, we can't even count the number of times people have said that because oh, they yeah. can't wrap their head around why two people with an age difference, yeah, could be joined in any other way. Yeah. Or they think I'm the helper. Like I had the one lady like gave me like twenty dollars. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh yeah. my God. I was on, I was at that cabinet job and I showed up and, and, um, somebody was speaking to the owner, the owner of the house was talking to the owner of the company and said, yeah, you can just get your cleaning girl. Oh God. To, oh God. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. I'm the cleaning girl now. Oh, can you just get your cleaning girl to sweep up? And I was like, oh man. Oh man. We had a girl helper for a while. Remember that? What was her name? Ta- was it Tasia? No, something um, like that. that was like a little bit before I, I, yeah, just, I had, um, I had a girl. I used to have helpers in the shop. Yeah. And I had these two uh, young boys, brothers, for like 10 or 11 years uh, consecutively. Like they'd start when they were like in the seventh grade. Wow. You know, come and sweep up after school. Yeah. So I always, um, because I was crazy about cleaning up the shop every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because it was such a small space. So every day I would sweep and vacuum. Right. So I used to have the kids come over and I had this Girl, I can't remember her name. It wasn't uh, Tara, was it? Tara. Oh. He's got the best memory. It's, it's fading. Ooh, uh, that makes me want to guess your Zodiac sign. Yeah, go for it. Scorpio. Nope. 
Cool. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Aquarius. <laughs> okay. I knew it. <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> oh man. So what's my Scorpio sign? You're sc- well, you're not my, a Scorpio, clearly. Um, let's see. <laughs> my wife's a Scorpio. I think you're you might be like a Pisces. I'm an Aries. Oh. See, I told you I was good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Third career upcoming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, future palm reader. <laughs> We could set up like a little thing, like I could have like a, the neon yeah. sign. Yeah. For, yeah. Come in here and, and get your palm read. It will be Jackie. absolute bullshit, but I'll well, tell you so. That's industry standard. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to tell you right up front though. Yeah. 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 Right. Give oh, me $20 man. and I'll tell you false information. There you go. <laughs> you have a dead relative, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Someone that you know has died. Yes. At some point. You've been to a funeral. Yeah. Well, just a, touch lightly on um, the women in the trades thing. So much I think is, is made of like the, the heavy lifting part. Of right. It, when it's really not, it's more about attention to detail yeah. and perseverance mm-hmm. and, and all these other things. So many are, other things. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not your ability to lift 75 pounds. Right. Well, on that note, on that topic, I'll say two things. One, a little bit of, Technique goes a long way. There you go. When it comes to carrying things. Um, and I'm not a big person, so I can say that. And every and the second thing is every single person needs help carrying things and should get help carrying oh, things. Oh, God, yeah. Because um, that's how you get hurt. That's how you get hurt. And then over time, you know, you do it for 30 years and you're carrying plywood by yourself or sheetrock or whatever. You're going to regret it. Oh, over yeah. Time. Yeah, we already do. So... So I guess, yeah, that's a really good point. It doesn't matter who you are, how strong you are, how small you are, how big you are. You have to have help. Yeah. And you just have to ask for it. And you probably haven't talked your way into two jobs with little experience for Mm -hmm. those jobs. You must have all these other qualities in abundance. Yes, actually. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there's all the things that you can't teach people like showing up ready to work. On right. time, good attitude, mm-hmm. pleasant demeanor, remembers, you know, what you're taught. Right. All these things. I mean, that that's how you get ahead in life. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. There's all these un un or harder to train qualities. Right. They, you that know, are, you can that learn go the wrong way. How to use the tools. Right. Yeah. We can figure out a way to move heavy things. Yes. Because there's always something that's too heavy for anybody to move. Exactly. We have the wheel. We have a forklift. Yeah. (laughs) Or like a little dolly or, you know, whatever. Right. I think a lot of it is, you know, um, I mean, we've seen in in different shops and on job sites sort of the uh, machismo is not the right word. It's like a, it could be like an old boys club and Mm -hmm. and men, some men feel they don't want to be invaded upon. You know, where they yeah. have to watch what they say and do. Yes, and certainly. That's yeah. a lot of it, I think. But, yeah, there's that. Well, um, I think, too, I think, you know, being a, being a carpenter and being able to build things was, I think, a real sign of masculinity mm-hmm. um, for a really long time and still is, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and I think that for a lot of guys, maybe if a woman can do it, then it takes away from that. Thing for them. I wish my wife could do some of this shit. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I mean, that's, now we're talking about psychology. But. Somebody else could teach, that is yeah. going to have to teach her, but. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Right. But it's, I always like uh, to 
what's that analogy? Like it doesn't take away the light on my candle right. to light another candle. Yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, um, it was cause I was watching something on Instagram and, and it was, they were going around. I think you, know, you guys know Barstool Sports. Yeah. I've, is that the guy with the pizza does the pizza thing? I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a ridiculous yeah. thing. And, and somebody was walking around and said, what is the most manly thing that a man can do? And most people said, something related to building hmm. your own thing. Hmm. And, and so I was just, Oh, that, that makes sense to me. Cause that, that, you know, kind of falls in line with what I was just saying, you know, that that is seen as like a really manly thing to do. And it, and it is great. I, but I think when we have that view of carpentry and building things, then there's no room for a woman if that's the only way it's viewed. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, I Jeff, I don't know if you've felt this, but, Sometimes in going in the opposite direction, like we want to be seen as designers and not decorators, but we want our right. opinions to matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On that side of things. On like people the, don't, you know, usually yeah, people look at us yeah, and go. Seen as like cavemen. I never like, thought about that. That's a really, really good point. Plywood. It's funny because we value our own thoughts and opinions yeah. on this topic. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for saying that. I hadn't even thought of that. Um it's, How that might go in that direction, yeah. It's funny. I wouldn't trust myself in that direction, to be honest. <laughs> Just goes to show you, people are shitty. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's, that's what we've that's come away with. <laughs> no, but I've met some really great people, including you guys, and yeah. I feel very welcome, and it's great. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it, it's funny. We really didn't even know you until a I couple of weeks ago. Like We walked some... in, and we're like, huh, they've got Timber shirts on. Look yeah. at that, Timber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, now we got a new friend. Indeed. Yeah, that's great. You guys are like local celebrities. So I was like, ooh, the Green Street, <laughs> Green Street guys are going to be there. Oh, man. Keensburg celebrities. It's us and like the guy who got arrested last night uh, at yeah. the bar, probably. I mean, I even put on my best boots that day because I knew you guys were going to be there. I'm getting at it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's reiterate that you are the Golden Door winner. Yeah, yeah. let's reiterate that. That's A list, Keensburg. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! Well, thanks, guys. I feel like I should get back to work now. Yeah, you probably yeah. Yeah, tell them we kept you. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll have them send you the bill. We'll email on you. <laughs> yeah, email. Say, listen, before you even get back there. Yeah. Um, tell everybody where they can find you on you know social if you want on social. Of course, media yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I will. I will. All of my eight hundred followers. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's going to be more Plug after it. this. Plug oh, good. Away. Yeah. Great. Cool. Thanks, guys, so much. Yeah, well, where do they find you? Oh, um, my Instagram handle is jack.ash.matt. Two T's. Jack.ash.matt. Yeah. Two T's. Right. Yeah. And we'll tag you when we put out, we'll put out like a a uh, reel or something from the show on the cool. Instagram. I'm available for finishing needs and all that stuff too. I do, I do a side stuff as well. So I'm kind of looking to get into that a little more. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I was telling Rob, we're, we're actually... That big restaurant, mm -hmm. they have something else. It's like a high gloss uh, oh. closet. I was like, yeah, we know the person. Yeah, that. you know like somebody. Something just came across my desk. And I'm like, I know somebody now. It's good to yeah. know people. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's really it. I mean, that's, you know, we were talking a little bit about social media, not to get too far off the rails as we close up, but it's, it's broadened our circle of friends and... Yeah. Um, colleagues 
greatly. Yeah. It's really been one of the, the big benefits for me personally. Yeah. yeah. And you like guys the, do it all. Like the guilds that used to be around, mm-hmm. but now it's, you know, it's via, more. via your cell phone. And it's bigger, wider. Yeah. 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 Which is cool. All right. Well, All right. thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. Won't be the last time if, if it's uh, our choice. We'll, we'll love to have you on again. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Bye. We truly appreciate you listening. If you want to support the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Share the show with your friends or consider subscribing to our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Attack.